4040 Radio. Hello, welcome to another podcast. My name is Nick Andrews. I'm your host. Very happy to check back in this week with a fairly short one. A good old fashioned recap. Last Saturday, I was delighted to host the second 4040 Hitting Club, this time in Highbury on an icy winter's day. Uh, an amazing little hit kind of what our little system 4040 is all about, is bringing people together on the tennis court and playing some great tennis, making it available for more people. And very sadly, I did not take my mics with me. I did not record any views from the field, but I think I'm very capable of just checking in to give you a little summary of what went down, what I liked about it, and what I'm thinking. So we met on last Sunday, last Saturday even, at Highbury Tennis Club. Now, Highbury Tennis Club is a spot near where I live. I live in Highbury, also near Arsenal Station and near Emirates Stadium. A few sporting greats in this area, you know, the great Arsenal Football Club, uh, me, some others, all really cool. It is a pretty classic example of a London public tennis club, and that is good and bad. So there are 11 tennis courts spread out over a kind of reasonable area within a lovely London Park, Highbury Fields, and a very small tennis clubhouse. No, I'm, I take that back. No tennis clubhouse. There is a small hexagonal Hagrid's Hut type of structure where a council worker wears high-vis clothes and sits inside watching sports and I don't know what he does, fields questions. I occasionally see players speak to that person, but I don't really know what else he's up to because the bookings are all managed online. The There are no codes on the gates. You can kind of just get in and I think it's a bit of an honor system. Courts are roughly 10 pounds. I have a membership and that gets me a slight discount, 9.95, very good. There is a cafe, Oasis Park Cafe, and no shade to the cafe. I think people uh, get a product that they want there, but for me, it's not an ideal sitting environment. I think I'm comparing it to Australian tennis clubs, and particularly in Melbourne where I was living up until 2022. The tennis clubs were just so good and the, the public tennis clubs as well. I have mentioned on here, I was a member of Melbourne Park, which is where the Australian Open is held. That's obviously a great facility. I don't even know how many courts there are there. I'm going to think there could be even 40 tennis courts ranging from show courts to just the outdoors that I used to play on and some clay courts as well. But, you know, you had kind of good infrastructure. There was staff around. If you had an issue with your booking, you could speak to somebody. You could get a coffee, albeit not a great one. And I'm sorry to my friends there, but, you know, there was a good pro shop. It certainly felt you had the air of being at a place where tennis was the biz. At Fields, you kind of feel more like you're in a park, but the courts have been resurfaced this year, they kind of did it over summer in a period of really excellent weather and they were shut for about three or four weeks, which was a weird choice, but they've been resurfaced and they they play fine. They're all good. I found that there's a surface in the UK, which is kind of like a road. It's like a road with paint on it is the preferred public tennis court surface. And I know I'm coming from a privileged place in Australia where there's a lot of good tennis infrastructure, but it's not my favorite. I particularly don't like it at some clubs, Hyde Park, Regent's Park, I'm coming for you, clubs where courts are over 20 pounds, sometimes 30 pounds an hour, and they're absolutely awful and the staff are so rude to you. So there's a bit of room to lift in the UK on the club front. I'd like to be part of helping with that. I don't know how I can. Can I buy a tennis court? I'd like to. I don't know. But Hybrid Fields, it's my local. I love it. I've just talked some smack about it. It's constructive criticism, constructive feedback, but I love it. Takes me five minutes to get there. So we played down at Highbury Fields on court nine, which is my preferred court because 
courts 9, 10, and 11 are separated from the rest. They're next to a football, sort of like a miniature football field, uh, which is fenced with AstroTurf. And that is a great football field because there's just amazing quality of game going on. So I love playing tennis and seeing goals and cool stuff happening next to me. Opposite the football field or beyond the football field is a netball court. I used to play a lot of corporate netball. I used to get the call up at every company's corporate netball team that I worked at. And I loved it. Netball is very fun. It's a great sport. And I always walk my dog around that park deliberately in the evening so I can see all the teams playing netball and I can watch all the points happening. I can see the football playing. It's like free, awesome sport and I love it. Very cool. So our group descended on Highbury Field. We had court nine all to ourselves and there were five of us, which you might expect is a tricky number for one tennis court, social tennis, but it was perfect. So I was joined by the great Andy Barker, who was the co-founder of 4040 with me. I hope you'll get to hear from Andy soon. The man's a legend. It's just about getting him on the mic, Andy B on the mic, surely to come. And we were joined by some friends of mine, some friends from Gold Coast who live in London and a friend of theirs. And I, what I really like about the 4040 Hitting Club is when people come that I don't know. So when friends of friends get the call up saying, hey, you love playing a bit of tennis. Well, I've got mates who just book courts. It's inclusive, all skills, all types of people, and they come down and have a hit. Very fun way to meet new people. And we played for an hour and it was a kind of jam-packed hour. We got straight into some warm-ups. And so we just had three down one end and two down another, which is a very interesting format. I was running laps with my phone, getting a bit of that good content that you love. And then we moved into little doubles games. So Andy loves a format where three games are played, first to two or, or a third game tiebreak, super tiebreak, and then swapping the teams around, subbing the other person in so everyone got a hit. And it was really good. This week, the skill level was really strong. Uh, we had Steph and James there and Derek. Steph grew up near me and she had a tennis coach who I know called Roger or Roger. And he was famously one of the very fit tennis coaches in the Gold Coast. So I think he was a good looking man. And I used to like hang out with him because he was very cool. And I kind of knew him when I was a kid. And then when I was older as well, because as a kid, I would go and play at his club in Burley, Burley Waters, I think it is, do my comps there. And I met him around the club. He was kind of like a younger guy then. And then when I grew up and was an adult in my 20s, I would go back there with my dad when I'd play on the Gold Coast and I'd see him there again. And so it was quite cool knowing Roger in two phases of my life. He was a good coach, managed that club really well. But Steph had amazing fundamentals, a really beautiful two-handed backhand. And Steph made a comment to me and she said, you guys are hitting these nice one-handers. They look great. I can't do that yet. And I thought, no, not the right thinking. Two-hand backhand, stunning. Wish I could hit one. Grass always greener, you know? We're all looking at each other's backhands thinking, why can't I do that? But Steph, brilliant gameplay, loves to get in, bit of a volley, awesome. Her husband, James, similar story. He's British, good tennis background, can clearly play, getting into it with some nice a lot of slice shots, which I like to see. And then their mate Derek, who was a legend and I think plays fairly regularly. He's definitely on spin. I've seen him on the app and looking forward to playing more with Derek. So, and Andy Barker, of course, brilliant at the sport. And I can play. I've got a serviceable game. So we were having really good rallies, really good games, playing very consistently. We shoved it into overdrive within the last half hour into a sort of rotating format, which I picked up at Cardio Tennis. 
If you hadn't done cardio tennis before, it is the all the things you love about doing cardio with all the things you love about tennis. Well, that is if you love constantly moving and if your love of tennis is about getting absolute bombs smacked at you by people who don't give a F about the game. I used to do a lot of cardio tennis in Melbourne and I would just find that it's very drill-based, so it's kind of rotating, you know, two people at the net, two at the baseline, a ball gets fed, people at the baseline smack it as hard as they possibly can at the people at the net and then they move on, next people in. And I used to really... I disliked turning up at 6 a.m. in the morning to have some random hitting balls as hard as humanly possible at my face. Just rally me. Let's have a rally. Let's have a rally. So we adopted a cardio tennis format and we're rotating in and out pretty consistently. Amazing hits. We did that and I stopped when there was about 10 minutes to go and I said, cool, what does everyone want to do? How do you want to finish? And they wanted to keep going with the drill, which I thought was a testament to the drill. So a really good format for the hitting club. Very glad to see, you know, five people out there having an awesome time in the winter. And I say in the winter because it was cold. We were playing in zero degrees Celsius, which for an Australian is unprecedented. It hasn't happened in Australia as far as I know. I'm sure someone's played in weather that cold, but I certainly hadn't. And we were lucky because it was a very clear, gorgeous, sunny sky. And that's really my favorite UK weather when it's cold, but also sunny. So we played in zero degrees. And I was thinking, I guess in advance, I thought, how am I gonna do this? Because I imagine my hands will get icy. They'll probably be the coldest. So I wore a hoodie, my 4040 hoodie, more on that later. I wore track pants, a little Uniqlo number, probably no more than 20 pounds, but awesome. And long socks and my current Adidas, I don't even know what tennis shoes we've got at the moment. I feel like they're a parlay, maybe, like a barricade type thing. But I wore my tennis sneakers, T-shirt and a hoodie and no gloves and my hands did get cold. And because we were doing a rotating system where you would sit off, when I was the off person, I grabbed my big down jacket and wrapped it around me to keep warm. But when I was playing, it was pretty much fine. I think if it was raining, nightmare. So I'm still developing my winter tennis game. I'm still trying to find the ideal apparel situation. But when I get there, obviously you'll be the first to know. So a great hit at the conclusion, of course, we all needed coffee. I was thinking drinks were on the cards, but it turned out to be coffee. So we wandered down to the lovely Vertige Cafe, which is a great spot in Highbury, just opposite Highbury Nizzichin Station for some oat cappuccinos. It was very crowded inside and we were making all kinds of ruckus with our rackets. I thought we were going to break the place. So we had to sit outside, which was lovely. We had a little chat and debrief. And I really think that that kind of endorphin high conversation after the game is exactly where it's at. That is a great feeling that I'm trying to capture with this podcast. I'm trying to make this podcast my version of the after tennis chat that is widely available for the ears of all so that everyone can get a little bite-sized listening chunk of tennis culture. But great coffees. London's got good coffee. I, I moved here from Melbourne and I hate when people say this. I hate the term coffee snob. I just think it's lame. But Melbourne, there is universally fairly good coffee. I think that London is as good. Uh, maybe there's more good coffee. But I found that, oh, in Melbourne. But I found that in Melbourne, there was so much bad coffee. 
And in fact, I think there's mostly bad coffee. And in London, you get some amazing ones. So that's cool for me. I love making coffee. So my favorite coffees are just my own, but a lovely little cafe scene. And I really just think that if you're in London and, or even if you're in the UK and you can get to London, come and visit us on the first Saturday of every month. We'll book a court. We'll make a really accessible, inclusive space for you to come and hit a ball, no matter your standard. And we can hang out after and have a chat. And I think just getting getting a racket in your hands and having a bit of fun is an excellent way to be healthy, to keep your mind alive and your body turning and oiled. Uh, it's certainly my favorite pastime. If I could play tennis every single day, I would. Well, I could, but I have other things to do. So come and join the 4040 Hitting Club sometime. You can just sign up on our website and keep an eye on Instagram where we always announce the courts, but they're the first Saturday of every month. The January hit will be slightly less than a month away. And there's a little bit more coming up in our future, which is exciting. If you follow us on Instagram, you will have seen a green hoodie. Andy has been designing very hard to uh, bring a beautiful hoodie to life. We want to launch our first collection, our first off-court collection, really. We do aspire to creating great pieces that you can you can buy and then have for a very long time and really love that kind of speak to a tennis culture, something that's, you know, in a nice affordable price point with a, a really clear and transparent and, and high-quality provenance that you can track where it's made and, and designs that kind of speak to everybody you know, sizes for everybody and, and kind of inclusive fits. So, wow, a lot going on in what I've just said. Long story short, we have a lovely high quality organic cotton hoodie manufactured in Portugal, which we will have designed by Andy and embroidered in London locally and then sent straight to you. We look to be launching these in January. I hope it happens then, maybe sooner. I doubt it because of Christmas, but keep an eye out on Instagram. Uh, we're also doing an art print. So if I haven't mentioned, Andy Barker is quite the artist and he's going to do a, a limited art print, which we'll be including with those hoodies. So they'll be just numbered when they're gone, they're gone. And really cool. We can frame them up and put them on the wall or give them away as gifts, whatever you like. Um, or draw your own art on them and make it yours. So keep an eye out for that. You'll hear all about this stuff on our Instagram at 4040 Hitting Club. The website is www club, and we'd love a follow. We're approaching a couple of hundred followers. Very exciting. I think the content we make is cool. I like it because I make it. And if you haven't already, subscribe. This was just a short one today, but I'll be back pretty soon with some um, exciting podcast material. The radio is looking to soar. I will be speaking with Andy. I can't wait for you to hear from him. I'm going to be speaking to some other interesting people in tennis. I'm reaching out to tennis communities from around the world. I think it's a great idea to kind of link this culture up and hear about what other people are doing and some of the minds behind some of the cool stuff I like in tennis at the moment, like interviews with the founders of the Spin App, conversations with the people that run the Afro Tennis Instagram, which I really like. I'm trying to get conversations with people from tennis clubs over in India, the conversations you wouldn't normally hear. So subscribe, give us five stars, follow along the journey, go and have a hit this weekend. Beautiful weather, maybe on the radar. Don't be afraid of the cold. Get some gloves on and a beanie. Thanks for listening. It's Nick Andrews. Just a quick one and goodbye. Goodbye.